1: Everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbert. Along with Rhino in the Super Talk Studios as we guide you through the middle of your day with Fax Fodder and fine music on this. Friday, y'all. Somebody turned on the air conditioner again overnight, dang it. Up and it. down, and up and down <laughs> and up and down. Oh man. At least the mercury's getting to work out. Yeah, exactly. It would certainly uh, test the range of any thermometer. I say that. Did, <laughs> do they even put mercury
2: in thermometers anymore?
1: Heck, I don't know. I'm sure that's been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a climate change risk, I'm sure, isn't it?
2: I just remember it was a big deal if you broke a thermometer at school in science class.
1: Yeah, what would happen?
2: I mean, it was fun to play with the the mercury on the table, but you had to be careful
1: with it. <laughs> I can. Uh, it just reminds me of. Sister Anacleta, who was my chemistry teacher, she being a a little short uh, but very smart and gregarious nun in high school. I went to Catholic school. And this was, I think, junior year. She taught chemistry. And one day she decided to teach us about the properties of magnesium and wanted to demonstrate just how flammable (laughs) and <laughs> the, the uh, material is. Uh, is it an element, by the way? It's magnesium an yes. element? Okay. So she set it on fire, and it got to be a little bit of a roaring fire in the trash can there. And she told us not to worry. She had it under control, but I got a little skeptical and ran down the hall <laughs> and got some help. And we extinguished it there in the classroom. But We always heard stories of
2: a science teacher that would take a chunk of sodium out in the parking lot and would cut off a little sliver about the size of a nickel and drop it into a coffee can full of water and just watch it blow up (laughs) until uh, a couple years before I came along. Apparently, they decided that wasn't quite enough of a bang, so they... They cut off about the size of a quarter and threw it off in the same amount of water, and the boom was a lot bigger than they were expecting. <laughs> so they weren't allowed to do that anymore.
1: you got to be careful with that chemi- those chemicals, you know. <laughs> well, speaking of climate change, and we did momentarily, is John Kerry just a buffoon? Have you seen yes, this? We, we yes touched is. on it yesterday, but he's doubling down. I hope President Putin will help us stay on track with respect to what we need to do for the climate. Oh, I'm sure that's exactly what Vladimir Putin is concerning himself with. Like the climate is more important than human life to this idiot. I just, I can't believe it. Yeah, his best
2: bet would be just to shut up. Because I get it. You've been put in charge of the climate. That's your job. You're supposed to be the climate change cheerleader. But read the freaking room, man. This is not the
1: time. <laughs> it is. It's. Is it any wonder why you didn't win the presidency? I, I, I mean, I apologize for laughing, but it's laughable. It's so ridiculous. He says in an interview yesterday, he warned about, quote, massive emission consequences from a Russian war against Ukraine. Not human life, not human suffering, emissions. This is when it loses all credibility. The movement, the effort, the imposition of the stupid regulations, everything they're doing, this this announcement, this, this proclamation on day one, by this president, that climate change had to be a central theme in the operational model and policy adoption in every single federal agency. Climate change. You nominate, does the president, these super-woke individuals to serve on the Federal Reserve Board who essentially want to ban the financial sector private banks from providing any services, any capital, any loans, to any private company in the fossil fuels industry. That ain't the job of the Federal Reserve. But that's what happens when a president says, climate change has got to be a central theme in every agency. Now you got this idiot Kerry running around on his private jet, as you suggested yesterday, Rhino. And he gets off the jet and says, oh, I hope Vladimir Putin doesn't uh, get in the way of our efforts to combat climate change. Oh, that's sure, that's what he's talking about. How insensitive, how insulting can a person be? And we're watching right now on the screen in the studio, Russia is closing in on the capital of Kiev, and now we're starting to get wind of some of the the stories on the ground of the human suffering. It's freaking war. That's what happens. And it's heart wrenching. And I just don't think goofy Putin, the authoritarian tyrant, power drunk gozillionaire that decided it was necessary to invade a
2: whole separate country just because they're trying to use their own language more.
1: Unbelievable.
2: That's one of his big reasons for wanting the invasion. Not I, I is saw it's because that. the Ukraine was pushing for more of the Ukrainian people to speak Ukrainian. Oh my gosh. After centuries of Russian influence and people trying to push down and
1: eliminate the Ukrainian language in place of Russian. So yesterday, the president of this country holds a press conference and announces more sanctions. And basically came out and he cut ties to two of Russia's largest banks in terms of their access to American dollars. And those are state-controlled banks, by the way. Um, and then he also announces that um, he will restrict Russia's ability to import various technology products, services. So that will definitely have an effect on Russia. They do rely on uh, other nations. They import much of that, no question. So he stops short, however, of prohibiting Russia from trading in U.S. dollars on the SWIFT interbank uh, exchange, which, by the way, is based in Belgium. And he says he won't do that unless Europe is on board. And the problem here, which was all a function of this anti-fossil fuels effort, is that Europe, the rest of Europe, Western Europe in particular, relies on Russia for its energy. And That has to be transacted in dollars. So that means Russia... Yeah, because you can't transact it in rubles. Right,
3: exactly.
1: What's it worth? About a peso.
2: Unbelievable. Not even a Mexican peso, like a Chilean peso. Oh, gee, which is like having paper.
1: Yeah. So here's the problem. You goofy, woke Europeans, and we're doing it here, too. You've essentially eliminated much of your source of energy by getting rid of coal-fired, powered plants, and nuclear, more importantly. They got rid of that, heavily reliant on oil that they import from Russia. You can't do that. You can't pay Russia for it unless Russia can participate in the SWIFT system, so Russia ain't going to sell it. But it does cripple Russia and that they need that money. That's their primary source of funding for their, think about that, folks. That's where they get their money to run their government, from the export of oil, primarily. I think it's like 40%, 50%, if I'm not mistaken, of total government funding. So it would cripple them, and, and eventually they would run out of financial capital to power their military and their country overall. That would be the impact on them. But it would bring Europe to a standstill, as well. And then Russia also borrows from Western Europe, and they couldn't pay them. The debt and interest they owe them. So, but I've heard some economists that uh, this morning on the business channels say, we need to do this now. Meaning cut Russia out now, and let's just deal with the consequences. But you know what? This wouldn't be as big a problem if the goofy president and the left hadn't essentially waged war on the fossil fuels industry in this country. We're going to take a break right here. It is middays on this Friday. We've got J.T. Mitchell, the news director of Supertalk Mississippi News at 11.05. Some tickets to give away. Joey Deason at 12.05. He's with Mass County Economic Development Authority.
4: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 53. Tonight, mostly cloudy conditions, low down to 41. Your Saturday, mostly cloudy skies, high near 52. And a look to Sunday, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 55. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
5: The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi.
9: in to good things with me Rebecca Turner it's Mississippi's radio happy hour weekdays from 2 to 3pm right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 Check
10: it out, let's do in. The talk
0: that keeps Mississippi talking Middays with Gerard Gibbert
10: Let's get on
0: with it On Super Talk Mississippi
11: Use a few pounds, tight pants, points,
6: all the renown. She was a black hat beauty with big dark eyes and points all her own, sudden way up high,
2: way up firm and high. how past the
11: cornfields when the winds got heavy. Back Welcome back,
1: everyone, days. to Middays on Super Talk Mississippi. Join us in the conversation on the ceasefire text line at 601 879 4395. So, with respect to the sanctions, Rhino, I don't think I left anything out. The main thing was uh, just adding more banks to the list of those with whom the U.S. will not transact in dollars, cuts them off. Oh, I think it also, if I'm not mistaken, it talked about the um, restriction of exports to be imported into Russia in the category of technology products. The other thing is, I think it bans private equity and investment firms from extending capital to, to Russia, Russia-based uh, business entities. I believe that was also part of the, the package of sanctions. And some people are saying that that's too much. Some people say it's not enough. But the thing that really shocked me, that again, the, the big one out there that's just still uh, lurking is cutting Russia off from the SWIFT system, which is the international system that – it's actually called a messaging system, but it, it is how banks from um, diverse c- uh, countries transact with each other. Now, there are ways of getting around that. Uh, that Russia, apparently, and China, rumors are they're talking about perhaps a way to create their own kind of clearing system there, financial transaction system, which would dilute, if you will, or, or diminish the present system based in Belgium. That would be, I think, a bit of a problem from a global economic perspective. But anyhow, that's hanging out there. And there's some who say Biden should have done this months ago to deter what we have witnessed in terms of Russia invading. And that's,
2: that's part of the problem of him saying everything is happening the way he predicted it. Because yeah. that just makes you look like an idiot. Because you didn't if, do if anything. If you sat on your butt for months knowing, thinking believing this was going to happen exactly how you thought it was going to happen, and you didn't go ahead and get off your butt and do something, at best, I can call you an idiot. There's a lot
1: worse I could call you. (laughs) So, yesterday, if you caught this, folks, why she's even still in the news, former Secretary of State and a presidential candidate, Hillary Rodham Clinton, she's she's over there on MSNBC. That's where the race lady works, of course, you know, Joy Reid. Uh, what does she have to say about the situation in Ukraine? Who do you think she blames it on? You got three guesses. The first two don't count, as they say. Donald Trump, of course, that's so predictable. And as she and uh, Mika Brzezinski, oh, they're just yucking it up. And of course, Joe Scarborough on Morning Joe. Uh, she say, <laughs> she says that Donald Trump gave aid and comfort to Putin. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. We we also have to make sure that within our own country, we are calling out those people who are giving aid and comfort to Vladimir Putin, who are talking about what a genius he is, what a smart move it is. In fairness, that was dumb. He shouldn't have said that. That was dumb as hell. I totally agree. We're talking about Donald Trump. And I, I agree with that, but I stopped so, short. So, yeah, if we're
2: going to the point of calling President Biden an idiot... Former President Trump was an idiot for saying that. I
1: totally agree. I don't I don't put me down in the camp that says that's aid and comfort, though. No. Uh, that's, it'd be different if we were shipping weapons to Russia. I would consider, or, or uh, medical care on the battlefield or something like that, I don't know, or, or intelligence, which is even more valuable than all of that, honestly. That I would consider aid and comfort. Now, I don't know what the technical definition of that is under our laws, but that's just me. You know, and let's let's face it, Donald Trump. It's that was a political calculation. It's an effort to make Putin look smarter than Biden. That's what he's really trying to say, and that's probably true when you look at this situation. But I don't think it's in the best interest of the country for. Hillary Clinton to be calling out Donald Trump, Donald Trump to be calling out Joe Biden, or, or in this case, I, okay, it's okay to criticize Joe Biden. It's not okay, I think, to compliment and laud this tyrant, Putin, because he he's a wacko. I mean, he is uh, he's a sick individual. You have to be right to order the might of your military to
2: risk the lives of your own men and women serving to kill innocent civilians and other people serving their own military in their own country over fabrications lies innuendo and just an ego that needs to be checked agree because it hasn't been within the borders of Russia for over three decades
1: Well, Clinton says it was the ascent of Trump that had too many Republicans had lost their, quote, spine on Putin. And claimed the previous, she says, the previous administration would have not worked to unite allies. Now, that's the other thing that I disagree with. So that's the big narrative from a political perspective we're hearing over the last couple of days is that only Joe Biden could could rally the the uh, the NATO our NATO allies and achieve this unity that we have and i I think they're missing the point what what Donald Trump exposed was that the rest of NATO were not pulling their weight that right. that was the big point he attempted to to communicate, which is you see guys, we're paying for all this, and I totally agree when you look at the amount of money. That we spend in this country on our defense, and you look at the defenses that we have established through the decades in Western Europe to protect against just what uh, Putin is doing, Western Europe in particular, yeah, if you you look at that from an economic perspective, from an asset and resource perspective, it was 90% the U.S. and maybe 10% NATO. That's just a fact. And he simply exposed that and says, you guys aren't pulling your weight. Bravo. I'm with that. I totally agree. But we allowed them to do so. And so while we're investing X dollars of our GDP in defense, really to keep the world intact, if you think about it, they're investing a fraction of that, but getting the benefit of our investment and our protections. Donald Trump simply called attention to that, in my opinion, and he was right in doing so. Now, does that mean to suggest that in this particular situation, which is obviously chaotic, emergent, that he would be unable to unite those those countries? I I can't quite get there. And that's what... Especially considering the timetable of how this all
2: unfolded. It happened... When Biden was asleep, they had to wake him up to call the Ukrainian president. And before he could get to the podium, NATO had already coalesced. He was just putting icing on the cake,
1: maybe the sprinkles. Good point. And here's the other thing. What the hell would NATO do? Say, no, Donald Trump, we're not going to work with the U.S. Okay, we're out of here. Kaboom, you're gone. That just ain't going to happen. Not going to happen. So I think... Prior to Donald Trump, I give him credit here, we looked weak under the prior president. I do believe that. And I think NATO, to a great extent, our allies, leveraged that weakness, took advantage of it, and we said nothing about it. I mean, who could forget the Barack Obama apology tour and uh, and how that just made us feel like second class, and we shouldn't be. And I've brought this up before on the program. I still can see the image of Donald Trump at the G20 summit when he was pushing everybody aside, remember that, walking with all the leaders to get to the front, where the United States should be, damn it. Simple as that. Break time here on Middays. We'll come back with more talk. We got J.T. Mitchell, our news director, at 11.05.
10: We do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable
4: phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com.
14: I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. The state legislature continues to try to get bills to the desk of Governor Tate Reeves, and Senate Appropriations Chairman briggs Hobson says that items like roads and bridges, teacher pay raise, tax reform, and much more still need to be taken care of. Here's what he told us on Thursday.
16: And I think there are certain things we have to do as legislators to be good stewards of the tax dollars that we have. I don't want any more money than what we need to operate government. I tell people all the time, as the appropriations chair, the worst years are when you have some extra money lying around because you got everybody coming to you with their hand out. And mm-hmm. I don't like yeah. that. Uh, I like for us to operate efficiently, and I think we've done that. And I really think our Senate plan is is doing exactly that. We're giving money back to the taxpayers.
14: Signed Eye is scheduled for April 3rd. To watch the full interview with Hobson, head on over to supertalk.fm, where you can also find all the latest news in Mississippi. I'm J.T. Mitchell.
17: Power outages are a detriment to workplace efficiency and production. A Taylor Power standby generator can provide instant protection from those power outages. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your business. That's 601-932-5674. with Gerard Gibbons. Welcome, welcome to our show.
0: on Super Talk,
17: Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one.
1: Coming back everyone middays super talk Mississippi so there have been some uh, interesting stories coming out of the conflict in Ukraine where there are just some resistance coming from, from the Ukrainians, both uh, members of the Ukrainian military and just civilians. But I have a friend in New York that uh, I have a social media connection to, of course, Uh, engineer, conservative, and he just sent me this story, Rhino, and it is in uh, the Times of UK, the Times. You're familiar with that publication. Anyhow, it is a photo. I'll send it to you. It's a photo. ...of a lady that has got a handgun pointed at a Russian soldier in the city here. And it says this woman confronted heavily armed Russian soldiers. And she tells them... (laughs) This is the same lady I'm
2: thinking of. This is
1: great. She says, put sunflower seeds in your pockets so you can grow in the local soil when you all die here. How awesome is this? This is fantastic. So there's a video of this going around. Oh, yeah. Like, like we've said so many times, you can't scratch your butt without somebody getting it on video. That's the value of this form of instant communications we have and everybody running around with a video camera. You don't want it on video? Don't do it. But this is fantastic. So one of the soldiers glared at her, says the report, as she asked them, why are you in our land? That's a pretty good question, I would say. She did, in fact, offer them sunflower seeds, which happens to be the national flower of Ukraine. How great is this? It's great.
2: That is top-tier
1: smack talk. No question. I mean, it, this. You got to say though, Rhino. I, I know you've seen it. This photo of this lady wh- that is confronting a few feet away, as it is reported, this heavily armed, camoed up, helmet, automatic, military, fully kitted soldier. Yeah, exactly. It's. What do you do if you're the soldier there? What do you do? I mean, I don't know that it it went beyond that, but that is so awesome. So maybe it's not quite the pushover that Vladimir Putin thought it would be.
2: There are a handful of stories already that seem to be, at best, a bit of an exaggeration, and at worst, just out-and-out fabrications and propaganda. Yeah. But that's to be expected with the the quote unquote fog of war. I mean, that hasn't changed even though we communicate so much faster. You you still have a problem in war zones getting accurate information. That's why the U.S. military has been so far ahead for so far so for, for so long is because of our communication ability. Right, our ability to get intel and information from the bases to the front lines back and forth and everything in between. In the fog of war, you get these stories like one I told you about before the show where there's a video of a Ukrainian fighter pilot flying his fighter jet over, I think it's Kiev, and there's a cheer that goes up. It's about four seconds long. But from that video, there's an entire story that's come out that is really tough to confirm and get any details on, but the story is that there's one lone Ukrainian ace that has taken down now six Russian <laughs> fighter jets. And he's even got a nickname. He's the Ghost of Kiev. <laughs>
1: of course.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh.
2: And not to be outdone, there's another story that's been floating around. I think you sent it to me I last did. night. Yep. Of the 13 Ukrainian soldiers stationed at the outpost on Snake Island in the Black Sea where a russian warship rolled up mm-hmm. on them and over the radio i think we actually have the radio well, have broadcast it. it's
1: all in whatever the language is yeah
2: so i mean it it it, it does involve a curse word but it's in a different language so oh, uh so here we go we'll just let you hear the curse word in a different language if you speak ukrainian we apologize <laughs> Well, it cut off on me, but basically what that was, that was the Russian warship saying, this is a Russian warship, surrender or there will be casualties, we will open fire. And then you hear the Ukrainian guy on the other end go, should I tell him to go beep himself? <laughs> and then he turns up the volume and clicks on, Russian warship, go beep yourself.
1: <laughs> that
2: is exactly... Uh, and because of the fog of war, you don't have accurate information on what happened to those soldiers the initial reports were that those 13 soldiers lost their life in an attack by the russian warship the russian military has come out and said they captured them so we'll wait and see
1: oh wow so the the the, uh the other part of that is at the end Let's see if I can get it when he's saying, should I tell him? He's asking, I guess, his mates. Should I tell him that? And he says, uh, so he says it, go F yourself. And then he says, just in case you didn't hear it, turn your volume up. (laughs) And he did it again. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, More stories like this to come. So now there is a, a meme that has been making the rounds. You seen this? It's... It's the Gadsden flag, or the the coiled up snake found on the Gadsden flag. Yeah, the don't tread on me flag. Yeah, the don't tread on me. Don't step on snake. Yep. And now it is imposed over the blue and yellow Russia. Uh, excuse me, Ukrainian flag. So, and it's got um, the the language in their alphabet. Don't tread on me. It's just awesome. <laughs> oh gosh. Well. Uh, you know, people don't take kindly to invasions, minor incursions, as Joe Biden attempted to describe it. But uh, the other piece of the sanctions, the package I forgot to mention, Rhino, was they, they are, the U.S. is uh, pursuing action to seize assets from some of the oligarchs, but not Putin himself. Who is estimated to be worth like two hundred billion dollars? Some people say maybe the wealthiest human on the planet. Nobody knows because you can't really get accurate information out of Russia. But I don't. I really understand why they stopped short. I don't understand the logic of that. Why not him personally? Why all his inner circle and those in his orbit, but not him? The only
2: reasonable explanation I've seen for that is because he is legitimately two or three steps away from controlling every red cent within the Russian borders, that if you target him directly, it would be really easy for him to circumvent the sanctions.
1: Hmm. Yeah,
2: I guess. I don't see how that's any different than any other sanctions and anybody else involved, if he's still willing to help them circumvent it, but yeah.
1: Well, we'll certainly see. I, I, I don't know what's next, honestly, and I'm not convinced any of this is going to affect Putin. I don't think he cares, like we said yesterday, how many of his own countrymen he loses in this effort, how many of Ukrainians lose their life, or they're already experiencing unbelievable hardship, human suffering when you have to leave or go underground or whatever else you got to do to to protect your life your and that of your family and you're not think about this you're not producing from an economic perspective when your country's occupied like that that all comes to a standstill the other thing that i'm deeply concerned about are russian cyber attacks and most analysts in the industry are predicting that that could happen any minute, literally, to take it unleash cyber attacks. And, and there's questions about the degree to which our systems, both in the private and public sector, are protected and can defend against uh, these attempted breaches and, and uh, locking up, if you will, various IT systems. That is a serious concern, and Russia has lots of smart people that are more than capable of launching these cyber attacks. Uh, That could really turn things upside down, and that's what we have to be aware of coming next, I believe. But it's time for a break here on Middays, the final segment in this hour, and then J.T. Mitchell, our news director at 1105, Joey Deason with the Madison County Economic Development Authority at 1205, and tickets to giveaways. Stay with us.
6: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com/benefits.
15: You are an electric vehicle. It's true. Electricity powers your heart. Want to feel your heartbeat faster? Drive an electric car made by Nissan, a company whose EVs have gone 5 billion miles. Built for every driveway, every highway and every speedway and where the loudest sound is the beat of your electric heart nissan electric cars for electric drivers 5 billion miles driven by leaf owners globally since 2010
10: Tax refund? Spend it on something you really need. A set of Kenda tires from Gateway Tire and Service Center. With each and every Gateway tire purchase comes free flat repairs, free rotations, free road hazard, and free tire balancing. Plus, with four locations near you, we'll make sure you and your new Kenda tires are back on the road fast. If you need mechanical repairs, visit your Jackson or Yazoo City Gateway tire for brake work, AC tune up, suspension service, and so much more. See complete
18: details online at GatewayTire.com. That's GatewayTire.com.
19: This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, May cotton was down 252 to 116.64, and July cotton was down 234 to 113.88. The open of the Chicago Board Trade, May soybeans were down 50 cents to 1604 per bushel. July soybeans were down 43 and a half to 1593 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was down 28 and a half to 661 and three quarter per bushel. July corn was down 28 and a quarter to 650 and a quarter per bushel. At the mercantile, April live cattle was up a dollar to 143.30. June live cattle was up 45 to 139.05. April feeders up 295 to 166.75 May feeders up 272 to 172.45 and at the open the Dow Jones up 351 points 33,574 I'm Dixon Williams, this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network
21: All of us at the Mississippi Propane Gas Association are committed to providing you with the best possible services and affordable values. We operate in a way that assures a safe, reliable, and economical fuel source. Our trained personnel constantly monitor the conditions of our gas systems to assure reliability and safety. Any repairs or modifications to a propane gas system must be performed by the qualified technicians of your propane provider as required by state and federal regulations.
9: Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit mspropane.com.
16: Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson (laughs) 97.3. Properly set all controls before recording.
13: All
10: systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking.
0: Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. (laughs)
1: The market is uh, on fire up today, and it's because Russia now has said they have agreed to talks in um, Belarus, I think, right? Yeah. Maybe something will come of that. I hope so. Uh, It's tough to really buy
2: into that, though. I mean, because, yeah, cool, let's go to Belarus, one of your buddies, to have talks. Yeah. Because they invaded from Belarus. That's true. It's one of the fronts.
1: Yeah. Well, at least at this point, the market is uh, signaling optimism. It's up. The Dow up 629. The VIX, uh, the volatility index, down. That's good. S&P up 77. Have to check the NASDAQ. I know it's up. Here we go. It's up 162. So we got a bit of a rally going on. Oil down today somewhat 92 bucks or so but the average price across uh, these United States for regular $3.57 <laughs> and in California a 479 once again we heard the president yesterday Which is a deal for them that's true we heard the president yesterday discuss the possibility. Actually, I don't think it was him. I think it was the chief propagandist, Gen Asaki, the old Tokyo Rose, about opening up the Strategic Petroleum Reserve and releasing some uh, of the oil stored there. Two days' worth. Will not have an impact. Really a dumb move. Best thing it could do is get on the television today and announce that these, this woke climate change garbage is over at least suspended for some period of time. Instead, we got goofy John Kerry jetting around the world, showing that he is far more concerned about emissions while he's on a jet than he is human suffering. I I just can't wrap my head around this. That's how far we've gone in this country with this, March to mediocrity with this prioritization of all this goofy stuff. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, and climate change. That that just absolutely is prioritized over everything. Now, apparently, it is considered a higher target than alleviating human suffering. It's mind boggling, I gotta tell you. So I would say climate change right now, to those that are having to deal with this pain at the pump, it ain't it already was way down the list of concerns, regardless of party affiliation. I'm thinking it even went lower, if that's possible. And the best thing he could do, and and even though you never hear You never hear Joe Biden discuss the markets. Donald Trump loved to brag about it, right? And I think that's the business person in him. Joe Biden never says a word. I promise. He watches. They watch. They look. And when they see the the negative and the downturn in the market, which we've witnessed this year so far, they know that affects them politically. And the best thing they can do is say, you know what, we're taking a pause on this. We're gonna we're going to rescind these regulations that have made it virtually impossible for small operators to explore for and produce oil uh, and gas. We're gonna get rid of that. We're gonna restart the Keystone Pipeline. Imagine what that would do from an economic perspective, from a market perspective. I think it would be incredibly valuable, and not to mention that we are, we are addressing this, uh, this risk we have, this threat we have now that we rely on other nations for our energy. That is a security threat. Don't they get that now? The entire of Western Europe is now at risk. As an example, and if Western Europe, we can we can proclaim this isolationist strategy. Of course, who cares what happened to Western Europe? It would affect us big time, big time. It already is. So, anyhow, we are uh, we got lots of texts rolling in. I apologize for not getting to those yet, but I promise we will. I see them. We're going to discuss them best we can. Uh, but right now, it's time for a break. We've got Super Talk News, Fox News coming your way, and then JT Mitchell. He's the news director of Super Talk Mississippi News in the studio. He'll give us an update on all the news from across the Magnolia State this past week, and he'll share an outlook on what we can expect next week. Stay with us.
0: Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090.
22: News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden is making good on his promise to nominate the first black woman to the Supreme Court.
12: Federal appeals court judge Kintanji Brown Jackson is President Biden's pick to join the U.S. Supreme Court, replacing Justice Stephen Breyer after he retires at the end of the term. Jackson was previously a
22: public defender, graduated from Harvard Law School, and clerked for Justice Breyer. Fox's Jared Halpern. President Biden will introduce Judge Jackson at the White House this afternoon. Ukraine's president, Vladimir Zelensky, tells people in the capital, Kyiv, to stay in their homes and prepare to defend the city against advancing Russian troops. President Biden met virtually with other NATO leaders about the situation this morning. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg.
19: We stand with the brave people of Ukraine. We fully support Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity, its right of self-defense, and its right to choose its own path. America's listening to Fox
4: News.
8: The five-star reviews keep rolling in for Trust Care Kids in Gluckstadt, with praises like "amazing," "super friendly," and "best of the best." And now we have two rock star pediatricians at Trust Care Kids: Dr. Kathy Philippi and Dr. Megan Washington. Both have years of experience and are accepting new patients. We are here for kids from birth through college, walk-in or by appointment. Visit us at TrustCareKids.com. Helping kids feel better faster. <laughs>
14: I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. House Bill 20 has passed unanimously in both the Mississippi House and the Senate and now awaits the signature of Governor Tate Reeves. The bill would prohibit health care providers from discriminating against individuals with disabilities who are in need of an organ transplant. Representative Lee Yancey aided in the passing of the bill, saying it's a preemptive step for Mississippi.
17: And so, you know, what we have is... Uh, one of those situations where this, this has happened in other states, and we want to make sure it doesn't happen in
19: our state.
14: The bill was ultimately inspired by four-year-old Cole Sims, who has Down syndrome. Although Cole himself does not need an organ transplant, his mother, Kara, spoke out for parents whose children do.
20: Well, when a parent is told their child does not qualify because of their disability. Yeah, Um Heartbreaking. Right.
14: To read the full story, head on over to supertalk.fm.
18: I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's
4: dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot.
8: <laughs>
9: I-, I think he's having a nightmare.
4: No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's
11: trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so
7: easy,
17: you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days
23: before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries.
15: Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our health care workers and their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers.
14: Any decrease, even even if it's slight, uh, decrease in the oil supply is going to affect uh, oil prices and uh, gasoline prices. So even a 1% can, uh, can add 20% to your gasoline bill. That's what David Snodgrass of the Mississippi Oil and Gas Board told Holly Emery of WLBT regarding the likelihood of gas prices rising in America due to Russia's attack on Ukraine. Russia is currently the third largest producer of petroleum, which could also affect the entire supply chain throughout all of Europe. During his address on Thursday, President Biden encouraged American oil and gas companies to not utilize this moment to raise fuel prices.
0: I know this is hard and that Americans are already hurting. I will do everything in my power to limit the pain the American people are feeling at the gas pump. This is critical to me, but this aggression cannot go unanswered. If it did, the consequences for America would be much worse.
14: To keep up with the situation in Ukraine, log on to supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell.
0: It's time to take a road
11: trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds so of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum Saturday, April 2nd. Starting Mississippi's own. Three doors down. Live. Three doors down with Cedar. I'm Plus bad flower. Society And special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in this state on the CPR Fest Homegrown Stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets, just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait, get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi.
1: everyone. Super Talk Mississippi middays with Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios on this Friday, y'all. And joining us now in the studios, the news director of Super Talk Mississippi News, J.T. Mitchell. J.T., thanks as always for coming in on this Friday.
14: Of course. Thanks for having me, Gerard. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. So what happened this week that well, you have, want to talk have, about? Have you
14: guys talked about Russia enough yet? Man, <laughs> <laughs> Well I mean, there's obviously a lot going on there. Yeah, That's a terrible situation, but that's going on. Um, if you haven't already updated the, the listeners, uh, Congressman Benny Thompson put out a cybersecurity warning hmm. um, urging Americans as well as American businesses to protect themselves online because this hit, could go cyber. Who knows? Yep. I'm following it closely. Um, he being, of course, the head in the House of the
1: Homeland Security Commi- yes. uh, Committee, so that would fall under his purview.
14: That's correct. You all have already talked enough about the sanctions, I'm sure, and you all yeah. will continue to do that. I'll yeah. let you all do that. Um, okay. Did you see Senator Wicker, his powerful comments about um, Putin? No. called him the modern-day Adolf Hitler. Hmm. Um, pretty much said, if this looks familiar, it came straight out of that Nazi madman's book. Okay. It's quote-unquote. Okay. You can watch that video on supertalk.fm forward slash news. Um, so that's where we're at right now with Russia. I'll let you all continue with that after the break. Sure. Um, talking about the session, as we near the light at the end of the tunnel, I mean, we have March 28 is kind of the last day for governor to sign stuff. Yep. Signed I is on April 3rd. But this week, a couple monumental things happened. One that I know you're interested in because you had his mother on is Cole's Law. Yep. That was passed. That's a big bill. Um, I'll be good. For the listeners that don't know, what that would do if Governor Reeves signs it is it would prohibit any health care providers from discriminating against individuals with disabilities who need an organ transplant. That's a pretty big bill. Um, Also in... The which you all talked about this. I know you don't talk about numbers enough, but the Senate tax reform bill, <laughs> you know, that happened. Um Do you think they're going to agree on something? Uh, I think it's 50-50
1: at best. I, I, I think they're so far apart, honestly. If it were something that, well, kind of like the teacher pay raise bill. I mean, those are fairly similar, a little mm-hmm. different uh, in the mechanics and the timing and the approach, but still fairly similar. Th- this, they're really little in terms of similarities in my view so agreed um they haven't uh of course the bills that come out of uh the other chambers uh still have to get through committee i believe until march 1st if i'm not mistaken so
14: tuesday march 1st yeah
1: so only a couple of days left on that and we shall see (laughs) where that goes not long at all right um I'm not optimistic that it either will make uh, its way out of committee in the other chamber at this point.
14: I agree. Um, so that's what's going on in the legislature. We have Tuesday, March first, that deadline. Um, did you? Did you able to? Were you able to throw in your boots and your cowboy hat and make it out at the rodeo? I did. I you went.
1: Did? I sure did. I enjoyed the rodeo. I thought it was a, a great event, and I believe uh, Commissioner Gibson reported that. We had uh, record sales, if I'm not mistaken, of tickets.
14: We did. Is that right? Uh, he told you going into it, he said, I think he said, I got a number in mind. I'll let you know if it hits. Yeah. I don't know if the number hit, but he was correct about it being a record-breaking year. I, you know, records in ticket sales as well as livestock sales. Yeah. 41,000 tickets sold for this year's rodeo. Wow. They also implemented a new well. Did you see that? Did not. New water system. You know, Jackson has a talked about that.
1: Uh, yes, yes. Water. Separate so, from Jackson, right? The
14: fairgrounds now have their own well. Okay. Um, in the world of sports, let's talk a little sports while I'm here. The United States Football League had their inaugural draft this past week. Yeah, um, a lot, a lot of Mississippi players were drafted. Wow! Number one overall, we well, don't claim him here in Mississippi, but Shea Patterson, former yeah. quarterback for Ole Miss, drafted yeah. number one. Number two overall was Jordan Tamu from Ole Miss. Wow. We'll claim him. Wow! Um, two quarterbacks. Well, it's weird. So unlike the NFL draft, the USFL draft is by position. And, ah. and so your first round is quarterbacks, and then it goes to round uh, – it goes to defensive ends, edge rushers, two through four, tackles, five through seven, and so on. Didn't know that. Yeah, Interesting. But so you can find all of the players, you know, Jordan Tamu, Quincy Abadeo, um, Benique West-Brown, DeMar- DeMarcus Gates. Lots of people from Mississippi got drafted. Um, Very cool. Also in football, Jackson State and Coach Prime, ha- they have a uh, new docuseries about them. That aired on Tuesday. Hmm. And it's going to air every Tuesday from here on out. Pretty good that? stuff. Pretty good stuff. Um, they also released their schedule. You uh, got to
1: agree, he's bringing much notoriety to the state of Mississippi and certainly to Jackson State University.
14: Michael Borky said it great yesterday. If they were to go 0 and 12, doesn't matter. Winning's just the cherry on top. Yeah. His, his aroma and what he has done for Jackson already, imagine if we had 10 of him. No question. The capital city would be back.
1: That's a good, good point.
14: Yep. Um, Coach Prime has done a fantastic job. And his daughter committed today to play basketball at Jackson Saw State. Saw that, yeah. So who knows? That could be foreshadowing of him staying a few more years. That's pretty cool. Even though he did say he has interviewed for, I think, three power five jobs, and he should have got them is what he said. I didn't know that. But obviously huh. he didn't. Um, huh. he, he's done wow. fantastic work. He's where He works closely with Phil Bryant. He works closely with other... Um, city and state leaders. Absolutely fantastic work from Coach Prime. So that documentary, docuseries, um, can be found on Barstool Sports. Yep. Okay. Last but not least, I guess, um, the escaped inmate, Michael Pretty Boy Floyd Wilson. Yeah. They are now investigating 12 officers into that. I
1: heard the commissioner's uh, soundbite on our news. Commissioner Burkane right. talking about that. Saying yeah.
14: that it will never happen again. Yep. Um, it's crazy. It escaped three yeah. times. Hmm. Got to be pretty good at puzzles or something, you know. And they're, they were in on it, apparently, colluding. Maybe. Nobody's fired yet. Okay. Lots of people are on paid – I don't know it's paid, but are on leave. Okay. so we'll While stay. they
1: investigate, I'm sure. So.
14: Right. Yeah. Um, but it has been a crazy week of news, especially on the global level.
1: All right. What about the ballot initiative bill that has passed the House, and it looks like it is perhaps poised – to not make it out of committee over in the Senate. This, of course, the bill that um, reestablishes a, uh, a mechanism for citizens to get a ballot measure on the ballot and be voted on by the people. The, uh, the bill that passed in the House would do that in such a way that the measure would establish or amend change uh, statute.
14: I've heard the same thing.
1: Looks like it may not make it out of the Senate, which means the people of Mississippi would not have an option anymore to uh, amend the Constitution, which is what the present law allows, except it's invalid as ruled by the Supreme Court. So we don't have that, and we don't have a way to to establish a uh, create law statute at the ballot box this bill would have done that the speaker was on this program early on in the session discussing his support for that passes the house over in the senate but the vibes uh, are coming out that it looks like it's not going to get through the
14: senate that's what i felt as well um it's kind of crazy yeah. guess you just wait till 2023
1: I, I'm not really sure what the objection is. I've not seen anything from any senators that have... They just said they got to look at it more, I think, is right. what we've heard. But as we said, the clock is ticking. Yeah, it's ticking. And it's ticking pretty fast. And we could be surprised that either Monday or Tuesday, the deadline, they could come out and say, hey, here, okay, on the you got to hope
14: that they're going to at least put something out.
1: Yeah. At this point, though, it looks like we may be... Hanging out with nothing, no such option.
14: Which I imagine would be the only state? I'm not sure. It's a good question. i have I'm, to look that up.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure. And so I know some states have uh, a mechanism, a, a procedure to amend their Constitution, amend their law, or both. In this state, mm-hmm. we had one to amend the Constitution. That was the only option we had. That's what Initiative 65, the medical marijuana bill, of course – uh, that is the the process through which it made it to the ballot, but the Supreme Court came out last spring and said, "No, nope, we got a technical that was problem." Was a peculiar
14: lawsuit too?
1: Yeah, it was, and so that essentially invalidated the current the constitutional. Um, provisions that allow the citizens to get a measure on the ballot. The Supreme Court essentially right. did so. And so the legislature said, okay, we're going to fix that, and the House did. But the Senate, uh, yeah. I don't remember, ever said, even offered a bill, or even indicated an interest in uh, such a a, uh, a measure, uh, which would, by the way, it would be a concurrent resolution, does not require right. signature by the governor, because this would amend the Constitution. Yeah. So
14: I'm kind of surprised about that one. I'm going to Honestly. look it up after this, see if we're okay. the – say it doesn't get out, if we'd be the only state without that that's process in place.
1: Let, let me know what you find out about that. I will. Uh, Ed, that's a, an excellent question. But I don't know. I just thought that one, getting down to the wire here, was one that um – Probably ought to take a look at see what happens. Get get somebody from the Senate. Tell us yep. what they think about that.
14: And I hear the doors coming on on the other on there the side. There you go. You love stuff. the doors. I know you um, do. big <laughs> doors fan. Good stuff. Riders so, on the storm. That's right. Always <laughs> fun hanging out with you guys. Appreciate it,
1: JT. Thanks for coming in. We'll talk soon. We'll be back with more on the Midday. Stay with us.
12: Before you open your doors each day, ask yourself one question. Is my building clean and healthy for my customers and employees? If you trust Janet King, the king of clean, then you know the answer. Yes! We've been cleaning and disinfecting this area for almost 35 years. Our local franchise owners make this happen every day because, like you, they live, eat, shop, work, and pray in these same local buildings. For your clean and healthy building, go to jannikincleans.com. That's jannikincleans.com today for a healthy building tomorrow.
6: Jenny King, the King of Clean.
3: It's that time of year when love is in the air and you just crave something sweet.
18: Valentine's Day. Uh, wrong. It's Mazda of Jackson's Sweet Deal Sales Event. That's right. All February, we're giving you the sweetest deals possible on our entire selection of Mazdas. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right. 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. In 2022, we're saying farewell to old credit issues and looking forward to your future. Our staff is ready to get you approved today. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you top dollar for it. So come scoop up your sweet deal before it's too late at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Friendly Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See dealer for details with free credit models.
17: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking.
0: rolling.
11: Hit it. Go. Play
0: it. Midday's with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Get the juice is flowing there. REO Speedwagon, roll with the changes. I love to listen to that when I'm driving down the road, you know, some of that driving music. Got to put the cruise control on, otherwise the, the foot gets a little heavy, get a little fired up. On the guitar there, by the way, is Gary Richrath, the famous, iconic lead guitarist for the band, passed away a few years ago. Uh, fascinating documentary that's out there on YouTube about... Um, it was back on uh, back when MTV used to produce those uh, shows about the big time classic rock bands, and it's fa- it's fascinating because of the uh, the trials and tribulations that all those bands go through when they hit the big time. And Richcraft, Kevin Cronin, of course, the lead singer still around today of REO, and so uh, really loved each other but had issues.
2: It course. makes me wonder if they ever started filming one of those behind the music kind of deals and. They start talking to him, and the guy's like, "No, it's pretty easy. We we met at at this get together, and we started playing one
1: weekend. The next weekend, we signed this big deal. Yeah, made a bunch of money and albums while we were at it. Yeah, oh yeah. No, there's always uh, there's there's always some uh, uh, interest, right? And I wouldn't call it salacious, but um, it's maybe a little too strong. But lots of twists and turns and." And behind the music, as the, as the name of the show is, uh, information. But Rich Craft and Cronin, it's fascinating. Uh, not in the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm still crusading for that, dang it. If the Go-Go's can get in there, certainly. <laughs> REO Speedwagon. I don't know what the hold up is. From Champaign, Illinois. And you know whose idea it was to, find, to start the band? It was the drummers which is kind of unusual. Usually drummers aren't – they're not the ones that come up with the idea and spur it. But uh, Alan, I can't remember his last name, Kratzker or something like that, but he and Neil Doherty, the keyboard player, were the first to get that whole thing going. That Mm. whole train of rolling, as they say. Anyhow, a little departure from the serious news of the day. Well, I mean, if you want to
2: stay away from the serious news, I do have a bit of a funny story okay it's from tahoe there's been a bear that they've lovingly named hank the tank that has been breaking into people's houses and getting in their dumpsters and stealing food and they got a picture of hank the tank and he is a rather rotund bear he's a big old boy well they've authorities have had a hard time capturing or even really finding out where hank the tank hangs out and now they've come to the realization that hank is not alone Hank is but one of three rather rotund bears that are all breaking into homes and garages and dumpsters around Tahoe to get their fill. Okay.
1: <laughs> Hank the tank. That is awesome. Uh, love stories like that. Uh, yep. That uh, kind of get your mind off all this nonsense and craziness going on. So, William and Brandon on the ceasefire text line. Let's get to some of those. I've had two people at the office just today stating they're pulling out all their money of their respective banks and I argued against that to avoid panic decisions. Doesn't the banking industries have steps available to implement restrictions on this? Could be catastrophic if there's a bank run. Yeah, I agree it could be catastrophic, William, and I would advise people not to do that. I don't I don't think there's that's necessary at this point so the restrictions for what it's worth there are limits on the amount of cash uh one can withdraw uh ten thousand dollars at a time and you've got to sign paperwork this is in accordance with federal law by the way to make such a withdrawal of that sum at one time at one time
2: of cash now you're going to raise some red flags if you go in three days in a row and get out ninety five hundred
1: right that's exactly right um, and I've done that uh, because I was doing business with uh, someone making something for my house 13 years ago, and it was all cash deal, just all cash deal. Now, the fact that I was withdrawing that cash out, I did sign all the paperwork, and I explain, and you have to, I think, state the purpose of it. I'm not mistaken. there's There's a little bit more to it than that. It's been a long time since I've done that. But I mean that was just his deal, a cash only. Now that's his responsibility as far as his reporting that income. That's not on the buyer there, but um, it's on the
2: seller. And from right. what I understand, that's not necessarily a protection for the bank from something like runs on that's the bank right. or something. It's, not. it's to put
1: a. Barrier to entry or a hurdle in the way of money laundering. That's exactly right. It's got nothing to do with a run, you're precisely right, on the bank. Uh, But So the safeguards that they have in place, William, are uh, the insurance that they have. Yeah, the FDIC. Right. That all came about and was conceived of after the Depression and the run on the banks. But isn't there a limit
2: on that if you
1: if you oh, yeah. to a certain point? Yeah, it's like any other. I don't other think will ever get there, but per yeah. Per account. Yeah. I don't remember what the what the face value essentially is of that. Uh, but some safeguards in place for that. Yeah, if everybody went and pulled their money out of uh, financial institutions that would be a big old problem. I I don't and and I don't know whether or not Bank regulators have any sort of authority, emergency authority, to uh, prevent that? I'm not sure, honestly, if, if they could just stop all transactions. I don't know. Uh, that's just, just a thought about what you could do to prevent
2: such a run. I would say it's even less likely that you would have a major run on banks in America if you didn't have a major run on banks in Canada following the threat to freeze accounts.
1: Exactly. And that was done under some sort of twisted emergency authorization that I disagree with, and I think that was a problem, that you had this one individual, essentially, the president or the prime minister of the nation that could just seize the assets of individuals. I call that tyranny. And, and of course, that wasn't because there was the risk of a run that would uh, crater the economy, that was just being petulant because people weren't willing to do what he was ordering them to do. I mean, let's just be honest about it. So, anyhow, uh, the concern I have more than that of people running on the banks is the uh, the bad guys unleashing some sort of cyber attacks that would hose up all the systems, and in hosing up the systems, the bank in the banking industry comes to a halt. The economy comes to a halt. That's by far the bigger problem. We already saw small tastes of that right last summer with one of the was it a gas producer, and uh, then we have a meat producer as well. As I recall, there was a couple of of uh, incidents that occurred, and that's when Biden came out and said, "Hey guys, the critical industries, hands off. These other ones over here, help yourself." I mean, that was that was the the inference I think from those crazy statements but that's a bigger concern to me is this uh, sort of fifth rail of wa- warfare land sea air space digital that is a concern has been for a long time and those of us in the industry have been have been uh, trying to call attention to that for 20 years and of, we discussed reporting
2: that. on that the reporting yesterday from four different anonymous sources was that president biden had been presented a menu of options for cyber attacks that would involve Russia and their infrastructure and their banking and their, all that kind of fun stuff.
1: Yeah, and we're talking about this country uh, unleashing cyber attacks Correct. on Russia.
2: Yeah. And I think it was within 30 minutes of the, the show ending yesterday, Jensaki came out and refuted that reporting, which, I mean, you would expect. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: because
2: right. Because anything you do in the cyber realm needs to be clandestine.
1: Totally, totally true. He not me to go.
2: Hey, hey, we're gonna we're gonna hit
1: that bank, that one.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, that one.
1: It's the ultimate covert operation, no question. Saw one of my Democrat friends post on Facebook yesterday. This is on the ceasefire text line. It said someone needs to call that orange fella and ask him if he wants his job back. <laughs> the orange fella, Bowen in Indianola, says China will be the world power and Biden will let it happen. He. He just expresses his concerns about Russia and China uh, collaborating. I hear you, Bo. It is a, a serious concern, and I now, have... Con- was the was
2: report in the New York Times about the U.S. going to China for the last several months with information and intel saying, look, this is what Russia's doing. This is what they're planning on doing. You got his ear. Tell him something for us. Get him to back off. Yeah. And China was like, no, th- thanks for the info, but we'll do what we're going to do,
1: and then went and gave the info to Russia. I know. I just, I have concerns about the uh, the competence of this administration in dealing with this situation. I, I think most Americans do, honestly. Uh, those that are just hardcore loyalists to this president, well, they think he just can do no wrong, infallible. We will see. Uh, we hope and pray this thing gets resolved rapidly. It's in the best interest of our country and the world. Stay with us. With Days, we'll be right back.
4: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 53. Tonight, mostly cloudy conditions, low down to 41. Your Saturday, mostly cloudy skies, high near 52. And a look to Sunday, a 50 50 shot of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 55. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
23: Spring is coming, but West Nile virus is already in central Mississippi. Hi, this is Joe Rooks. Come by our Clinton Revel Ace Hardware location this Saturday, February 26th, from 7 a.m. until noon. Revel Ace will be giving away Spartan Mosquito, Protech, and Spartan Go to the first 500 customers. See you this Saturday at Revel Ace Hardware, 730 Clinton Parkway in Clinton, Mississippi.
5: The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi.
14: I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. House Bill 20 has passed unanimously in both the Mississippi House and the Senate and now awaits the signature of Governor Tate Reeves. The bill would prohibit health care providers from discriminating against individuals with disabilities who are in need of an organ transplant. Representative Lee Yancey aided in the passing of the bill, saying it's a preemptive step for Mississippi. And so, you know, what we have is...
17: Uh, one of those situations where this this has happened in other states, and we want to make sure it doesn't happen in our state.
14: The bill was ultimately inspired by four-year-old Cole Sims, who has Down syndrome. Although Cole himself does not need an organ transplant, his mother, Kara, spoke out for parents whose children do.
20: Well, when a parent is told their child does not qualify because of their disability. Yeah, um, heartbreaking. Right.
14: To read the full story, head on over to supertalk.fm.
17: StartTestPrep.com. He doesn't accept the narrative; he questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo every single morning from six till nine. Super Talk Mississippi.
0: No other news team covers the Magnolia State, like Supertalk Mississippi News, on air with reports every hour, and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbett on Supertalk Mississippi.
9: Two, three, four.
3: Welcome back,
1: everyone. Midday Super Talk, Mississippi. Baby, baby, so, the question about um, got this resolved over the break about the face value and the protection from the FDIC insurance. It's $250,000 per individual account and $500,000 for a joint account. So, I I did research that on the break, on the break, and have a, a friend in the banking business that was listening and it was nice enough to send a text to inform us of that as well. So, anyhow, uh, let's you know. Let's thinking get, about uh, it. I
2: haven't been bored without my phone enough to look at the little sticker on the window and read the fine print. Okay. For well over a decade, but I remember it being 100000 a long time ago.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. I think through the years, the FDIC has increased the face value just with the, obviously, with the, um, the value of money changing and the dollar changing, it j- just to kind of change with the times. William in Greenville says, closed on a house yesterday, asked lawyer, what if I paid cash? He said, no, we would have to go to the bank and get fingerprinted and reported to the IRS. So, I believe I got this right. There is not a federal requirement to get fingerprinted for a large chunk of cash like that, but federal law does not prohibit. I believe I'm saying this right. A financial institution from requiring that, and they do it to just to guard against fraud primarily. Uh, I don't. I don't think that there is a requirement that the bank report that to the IRS because that's really it's really not it has nothing to do with what the IRS does it's not an income matter um, and that's where they would be if you're just going out and withdraw money to pay uh, on a house to buy a large asset like that I, I don't think that there would be anything the IRS would need that information for so when you when you take out a mortgage for example or you buy a big asset, the seller doesn't report that to the revenue service. There's, there's no reporting required, no form on which to report, because there's no income involved. So And there's no charitable contribution, things that you would normally get, uh, some sort of official record from the third party. That uh, So that when you file your tax return, all that is matched up with what is sent to the IRS, what's sent to the individual. They match that up. Although their systems are so old, they can't do that very well anymore, as we've been talking about. Uh, You know, I think it's overreacting to go pull your money out of a bank, honestly. And I would recommend against that just while we're talking about it. That being said, I do think that cyber warfare is the real thing. And I do think that Russia has the ability to attack us. I think this country, we're talking about with uh, uh, sort of digital attacks, if you will, I think this country obviously has the same ability. And, of course, Thomas and Greenwood believes that if we were to launch such a cyber attack on Russia, that would require, in his view, should require congressional approval, that that is a form of warfare.
2: Well, I mean, we have evidence of that backfiring within living memory. Remember when Congress publicly approved the secret mission to take out Saddam Hussein?
1: I do. Gave him a full three days head start. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's a good point. So, uh, So this is a situation, as we discussed, that loses its effectiveness if it is not done in a covert manner. So that's. It's you also a, lose all plausible deniability. Absolutely true. William says the FDIC raised this uh, face value of insurance in two thousand and eight. Okay. Appreciate that. I if somewhere along the line I knew it went from a hundred grand to two hundred and fifty, but there you go. Uh, of course, good grief! If everybody. Pulls their money out. I mean, that's not something, by the way, that the insurance covers. The insurance covers, I mean, unless the bank fails and your money's in the bank. That's the purpose of that insurance. If there's some sort of failure of the financial institution in which you've trusted to store your assets, and if they cannot uh, allow you to essentially redeem those assets and access your assets, that's what the insurance is for. So it's it actually, of course, as we said, was um, something that uh, was the catalyst for that. I should say was the depression, and they came up with this idea of this gigantic insurance pool that the member institutions and they, of course, promote that. And they, I don't know that one's not. It used to be a kind of a differentiator, member FDIC. Yeah, you remember that is always kind of a tagline. I don't know that anybody's not anymore. Who would? Maybe some credit unions, but possibly yeah, it wouldn't be many. Yeah. So uh, it turns out, according to Moes, Gadda- uh, Gaddafi was the only one keeping that area under control. <laughs> you think they learn have learned by now? Says Jason that China isn't the name, the same neutralish type country it was before President Z. One look at North Korea's sudden testicular fortitude in the last decade ought to prove that. Interesting.
2: And China's heavy-handedness in Hong Kong.
1: Yeah, and saber-rattling in Taiwan, um, all of that. So we got them right in in both uh, on our east and our west, I guess you could say, depending on how you would traverse the planet to get to either of those countries. But this is not surprising. We've known this. I think we've been in a bit of a state of denial. The Democrats are more concerned about diversity, equity, and inclusion and in climate change. Let's face it. That's top priority. We're more worried about your privilege and playing privilege bingo, as we discussed on the show. There's, it's that kind of garbage. We're not, we're not concerned about, oh, I don't know, the people that want to blow us up and take us over. It's just mind-boggling how we get so diverted from the main thing, as they, as they say. Cash is king, says Gary, and the Berg have to have enough to pay off the golf bets. We have converted to the digital age in my club, Gary. We now use Venmo. And so what I like to do is, is uh, pay my golf cronies, you know, $2 in Venmo. And you know how you're required to... Uh, enter the purpose. Venmo, of course, if, you, if you're wondering, I'm sure you guys got it figured out. They use that to uh, to sell to others. They use that as information to get in, uh, information about you and your preferences and your lifestyle, so they can sell you stuff. But it's a free tool because of that. Anyhow, I put $2 to one of my friends, that my partners that I lost to in a golf bet, And then I'll put in the description, two days of yard work. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh,
2: (laughs) It reminds me of the bank letter. I think we already talked about it at one point last week. But uh, this guy was having some fun when he was settling wagers or sending buddies money for dinner or whatever. And he would put ISIS training camp or terrorist supplies being funny until the bank sent him an email saying uh please stop that we have to investigate that and your friend's banks are going to have to investigate as well
1: oh my gosh yeah not smart that's kind of like showing up at the tsa with a knife in your pocket oh just forgot about that something oh my gosh nobody rallies Dennis like the speed Wagon Ozark reference here. That's from our own Bob Sullender on the C Spire text line. Alan Gratzer. Yeah, I knew it was Alan, was the drummer, REO Speedwagon's drummer. I only know this because I'm a drummer myself. That on the C Spire text line. Awesome. Ben from Madison says, New York Times reporting Russian forces have lost momentum in the invasion, noting only 30% of the troops amassed have entered Ukraine. How embarrassing would it be to Russia and Putin if they are beaten back so quickly? I I hear you, Ben, and I I don't know a couple of these stories, and they may just be small examples. But the lady with a gun, you better get your sunflower seeds, and the uh, the border patrol, I guess, telling Snake Island, <laughs> telling the Russian warship to go f themselves. I, You can't forget the ghost of Kiev. Yeah, the ghost of Kiev, like... uh, The ace fighter pilot. Right. Uh, The Red Baron, so to speak. Uh, The modern-day Red Baron shooting down those airplanes. You know, this is why, let's face it, look no further than Vietnam. That's kind of what was going on there. And you, you, you go into someone else's country like that, and they don't take too kindly to it. And you might be surprised at what kind of resistance. The president himself says he'll fight. He said "Any everybody, every male 18 to 60 has to stay put.
2: Oh, yeah, the mayor of Kiev, Hall of Fame boxer Vitaly Klitschko. Has, he's got several pictures now of him in full-body armor with a machine gun ready
1: to go. I don't think they're just going to lay down and put the white flag up and surrender. Let's put it that way. Hmm. Al Green bumping us out of this segment. We'll come back with more talk. And then Joey Deeson, Executive Director of Madison County Economic Development Authority. Right on.
4: The best made to order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208 8283. Your window
0: tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect
12: it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
19: This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. U.S. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack indicated his biggest initial concerns related to the Russian invasion of Ukraine and agriculture right now would be possible price spikes for inputs such as fertilizers, Throughout the day, the invasion also caused U.S. agricultural companies to suspend operations in Ukraine, a major grain exporter. Vilsack was asked on Thursday by reporters on a live-stream press conference from the USDA Ag Outlook Forum whether the invasion posed a new risk for farmers in terms of fertilizer and energy costs. The Secretary raised some concerns that suppliers could try to take advantage of the situation to further increase Prices. It's too early to talk about Ukraine as it relates to Europe, Vilsack said. He said if he were an agricultural commissioner in Europe, he would have more concerns, but quote we are in the U.S. and are fortunate. We have tremendous capacity and tremendous production capacity. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network.
20: Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an I-Solve network provider mwg employer services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your hr payroll time and benefits as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform want to find out more visit mwgemployerservices.com.
5: the formula
0: for success is a simple one put strong in get strong out that's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant delta pine brand cotton Featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with Strong Cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable. Grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions
9: to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson, 97.3.
0: It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbett. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi.
1: to middays. Okay, so I have to admit, that goes down as my all-time favorite driving and listening song. It just sounds like driving. And even the video, right, features like a little um, convertible, like an MG or something. Oh, yeah. Driving along a dirty road, a dirt road. It's awesome. Tears for Fears. Interesting story about those guys too. If you're familiar with that, I believe they were Brothers abuse children, if I'm not mistaken. And I think that's where the tears for fears comes from. Uh, I'm trying to recall. It's been a long time, 40 years or so, since uh, that was popular. Anyhow, appreciate that. Somebody on the C Spire text line said that Phil Collins, In the Air Tonight, is also a great song to drive to. Yeah, I think everybody's got their favorites. I agree. That's a good one as well. So uh, Amanda from Pike County says, "I grow a big sunflower patch each year. That lady's quote may get a plaque in my garden. How about that?" Talking, of course, about the the uh, woman in uh, was it Kiev in the capital? It's somewhere in Ukraine. Uh, I wanted to say it was in Kharkiv. Okay, standing up to a uh, a well appointed <laughs> um, in all the military regalia. Russian soldier that she confronted said, Put some sunflower seeds in your pocket while holding a gun pointed at her because you're going to die in this dirt. Wow.
8: That's
1: pretty cool. Uh, Carolyn Starkville says, Climate change is a big playing card. It sure seems like it. Could a cyber attack, interesting question here on the ceasefire text line from DJ and Summit, could a cyber attack? affect a nuclear power plant, like, cause a meltdown? I'm honestly not sure. Theoretically, yes, it could, but
2: in practice, it would be incredibly difficult, because you would have to have, you'd have to, the the attacker would have to get into multiple systems and shut all those down, and you would have to present to the people working there misinformation so that they wouldn't know what to do to shut it down. So it would it would be pretty convoluted to pull it off. In theory it is possible, but it would be
1: incredibly difficult
2: to actually have it happen.
1: And I I don't know this for sure. I'm certainly not familiar with the the inner workings of nuclear power plants. I got to believe even though they're highly automated and controlled by as Rhino says, lots of different automated systems, that are configured in an incredibly resilient fashion, which would require uh, access and penetration, intrusion of multiple systems concurrently to wield uh, such an event. i got to believe there's some manual overrides as well that allow humans to control uh, certain of those uh, systems that are necessary to prevent, such a catastrophic event. I, and the
2: newer generation nuclear power plants have built-in systems within the mechanism of creating energy that also helps prevent meltdown, like some of the the nuclear research facilities here in America at colleges. Yeah. It's just a big water tank with uranium in the middle and because of the way it's set up, the water is the insulator, but it also keeps it from all going critical.
1: Makes total sense. So, I'm I'm not as concerned about that as I am the ability to somehow interfere with the transmission and the delivery of power uh, from the various facilities. That's the bigger concern uh, that I have because a lot of that's external to the production facility itself. Uh, lots of downstream systems, if you will. So, and Darren
2: and Jackson on the C Spire text line points out: reactor controls are not online and are forbidden to be so. Okay. So there you have to take out a whole power grid, right? That's powering that. Yeah,
1: yeah, makes sense. So the bigger, I think, concern and the bigger risk is uh, that which delivers the power produced by the facilities, uh, be it uh, regardless of the source, nuclear or traditional, coal fired or natural gas powered, whatever. I think that's that's the bigger concern, and it is no doubt that that physical infrastructure and the systems that control it is aged. No question, in this country.
2: But also, look at, historically, you've got two big meltdowns that come to mind. You've got Three Mile Island, and you've got Chernobyl. And then, more recently, you've got the one in Fukushima in Japan. Yep. You compare Three Mile Island and Fukushima, they're more similar than Chernobyl, because they were better contained. Yeah. They had meltdowns, but they were contained. Chernobyl's the outlier. But it's the outlier because Russia cut corners, they
17: skipped, all right. took
2: away all the safety features, and then just had blinders on when it was happening.
1: Yeah, totally agree. But it is absolutely possible to construct and operate nuclear power plants in this country, and anywhere in the world, honestly, uh, that protect against all that, but deliver low-cost, abundant power. And that's what we ought to be doing, in my opinion. It's time for a break here on Middays. We're going to come back. After super talk in Fox News with Joey Deason, the executive director of the Madison County Economic Development Authority, stay tuned for that interview.
0: You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson,
1: Super Talk, Mississippi, powered by your tree
0: professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com.
22: Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden this afternoon introduces Katanji Brown-Jackson as his Supreme Court nominee. She was confirmed to the D.C. Court of Appeals last year with the support of every Senate Democrat and three Republicans. One of those Republican supporters, South
12: Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham, is expressing disappointment in her nomination to the Supreme Court. In a statement, he says the nomination means the radical left has won President Biden over. Democrats in the Senate are hopeful for a speedy confirmation with hearings beginning
22: next month and a vote in early April. Fox Fox's Jared Halpern. The United Nations reports more than 50,000 people leaving Ukraine in the last 48 hours with Russian troops invading. And another report shows higher prices in the U.S.
9: A key inflation gauge was released this morning. It shows the Personal Consumption Expenditures Index jumped 5.2 percent year over year for its biggest gain since
22: 1983. Fox's Lillian Wu. America's listening to Fox News.
18: As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security. 601-898-3105. Call today. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats. All powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard. 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon. The dealership that service
14: I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. 57 historically black colleges and universities, houses of worship, and faith-based academic institutions were targeted with bomb threats between January 4th and February 16th. As Fox's Jared Halpern
12: reports, the FBI is still trying to figure out who's responsible. Those threats were made by phone, email, social media, and anonymous online posts. The Bureau says 31 field offices are actively working with other law enforcement agencies in investigating the cases as racially or ethnically motivated extremism and hate crimes. No explosive devices related to the threats were found, but the FBI says it takes all threats with the utmost seriousness and recognizes the fear and disruption caused. NBC
14: reported earlier this month that the Bureau had identified six tech-savvy juveniles as persons of interest. For more Mississippi news, find us online at supertalk.fm or follow us on Twitter at supertalknews.
7: Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the
21: Mississippi State Board of Contractors
7: at msboc.us.
21: All of us at the Mississippi Propane Gas Association are committed to providing you with the best possible services and affordable values. We operate in a way that assures a safe, reliable, and economical fuel source. Our trained personnel constantly monitor the conditions of our gas systems to assure reliability and safety. Any repairs or modifications to a propane gas system must be performed by the qualified technicians of your propane provider as required by state and federal regulations. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com.
14: As Russia continues to attack Ukraine, Senator Roger Wicker is calling for Congress to provide aid. Wicker, who is a ranking member of the Helsinki Commission, said this.
17: Uh, My colleagues, Europe is at war at this very moment. The lives of tens of thousands of young Europeans hang in the balance at this very moment because of the delusional dictatorship currently control in control in Russia, and because of his brazen attack. The free world deserves better than this modern-day Adolf Hitler. If Vladimir Putin's recent words and deeds have a haunting familiarity, it is because they are directly out of that
19: Nazi madman's notebook.
14: To keep up with the situation in Ukraine, head on over to supertalk.fm, and while you're there, check out the latest news in Mississippi. I'm J.T. Mitchell.
10: The
0: Gallo Show and Middays with Gerard Gibbert will be live from MEC's Capitol Day on Thursday, March 3rd at the Mississippi Trademark. MEC Capital Day will feature legislative updates from elected officials, legislators, and business leaders so that you can find out what's happening in our state. To register, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS.
16: Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: Welcome to the show that challenges you to to think deeply and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Midday Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk Studios. On this Friday, y'all joining us now in the studio, Joey Deason. He's the Executive Director of the Madison County Economic Development Authority. Joey, thanks for coming in today.
13: George, thank you, thank you for having me.
1: You bet. So uh, you and I had the privilege of attending the big announcement by Nissan. Uh, last week.
13: Yeah, February 17th, 10 a.m., and it was quite a production.
1: That was unbelievable. I have to admit,
13: uh, first time I've ever been inside the plant. Well, look, number one, for for your listeners, anyone that's never actually been into an uh, uh, automotive facility in OEM, it's phenomenal when you see the amount of people, the amount of engineering, the coordination, and you see raw Parts Materials come in one door yeah. and a finished product in it, leave the other door. It is phenomenal.
1: It is, and we, we happened to uh, pass by en route to the stage and the, and the uh, setup for the announcement, which is right in the middle of the factory floor, mm-hmm. which is really cool. But we happened to be able to pass by a couple of lines where you, you saw finished vehicles rolling mm-hmm. off right there.
13: And look, you probably remember this. You know, one of the things that really stood out to me was, as we were riding through the facility going down to the production uh event and then back what happened when you passed employees they waved at you sure did they were very very friendly and that's a testament to the labor and the workforce that we have here in madison county and mississippi in general
1: yeah it's a good point because even during the announcement uh, which included not only all the various political dignitaries, the governor and and uh, members of the House and Senate, Congressman Michael Guest, etc., mm-hmm. but a number of Nissan employees were amongst the crowd and the group uh, sitting and also standing around. And just a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of excitement. You can tell that that they're fired up about this announcement, and they're fired up about the $500 million investment that Nissan is going to make to expand and enhance the plant to produce these two vehicles. How long has that deal been in the works? Can you tell us about that?
13: I can. Uh, We've actually been involved from a local standpoint probably mid-summer of last year. Uh, The discussion started. Uh, Obviously, as we moved forward and we got closer to the holidays, things started to pick up a little bit. And if you'll recall, Nissan made an announcement right before the holidays of $17.8 billion that they were going to use for the production of – EVs, yep. all over the globe. Yeah. Uh, and to my knowledge, I think we're the very first announcement since that, and okay. it's a minimum of $500 million. Okay. There's still so many moving parts, I yeah. think they're stri- trying to figure out all the mechanics as well.
1: Yeah. So I, I believe the plan is to expand the-, the-, the present footprint north. Is that correct? Extended on the northern end of the
13: facility? Th- that That is correct. Currently, there's the... Um, The Titan, the Titan HD, the Frontier, and the Altima that are being produced there. If you'll recall back at the original day, I believe they had five lines that were there. They're going to take the existing lines, engineer those to where on some of the lines they can do both electric vehicles and combustible vehicles. The last layout that I saw had a uh, facility for battery assembly that was uh, going to be constructed at the north end of the facility. Okay.
1: Uh it's really cool. And so I'm not sure if they uh, announced that this would involve creation of new jobs, or it, what. how does it affect it?
13: Well, if you've looked at unemployment rates in the nation, yeah. in Mississippi, yeah. in Madison County, I, I checked ours this morning, it's 2.1%. So it's relatively, if you want a job, you've got a yeah. job, yeah. period. So these new... Vehicles that are going to be brought to Nissan are actually going to uh, upskill and retrain the existing uh, employees to the amount of 2,000 employees. So technically, it's a win-win-win for everyone. We don't have to go out at this point and look for a brand-new labor workforce. We're going to bring new technology into the state, and we're going to train existing workers. And there's no new infrastructure that's required at this point.
1: Well, I think... Uh, The biggest message and the biggest benefit, in my view here, Joey, is that they ain't going to make this kind of investment if they plan on exiting this area and, and bailing out of that facility.
13: Well, look, Nissan came to the state early 2000s. Yeah. To my knowledge, it was the first major Mississippi Economic Impact Authority uh, project that the state had. Since that time, they've put in about $3.5 billion worth of investment. They employ about 5,000 employees. uh, And with this minimum $500 million investment, it goes to $4 billion. So they're committed. They understand. If you'll recall during the presentation, the COO of Nissan talked about the labor, the workforce, the, the the individual team members at Nissan, and how they made the difference.
1: Yeah, he sure did. And, and in fact, he started with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with calling attention to that and, and praising and complimenting the team there. So it's something for us, I think, in Mississippi to be proud of. Okay, what, what else we got going on at Makita? I know the other uh, big project that everybody has interest in is Amazon's Fulfillment Center under construction uh, at the site, and we're about to rename the site. Can we talk about that yet?
13: We can. First of all, from a book of business standpoint, yeah. obviously, There's a lot of activity that's out there. Most
1: I've ever seen being on the board.
13: Most I've ever seen, and I've been in the business for a while. Uh, And I think the majority of the state is seeing those same type of project activity. Now, what I am starting to see is there were a bunch of people that came out of the gate really quick, and I believe some of those have pulled back. And so because of inactivity, we're starting to reduce that book of business a little bit, which is good, because I think some of it was never going to materialize anyway. Uh, But still, as of today, I think we've got about $8.5 billion we're chasing and about 9,000 employees.
1: Unbelievable, which is uh, fabulous. And folks, if you haven't uh, been to the site itself, uh, it is something to behold. I mean, you really can't appreciate it until you, you witness it with your own eyes and your own senses.
13: Well, we, we've we had the privilege of having a consultant and a company actually go out on a site visit within the last four weeks. And one of the things that impressed them was the fact that when you get to a certain point there on the site, you can see the entire site. You can see a 1,000 acres in all directions and they were so impressed they got out they started filming they wanted to videotape it so it's it's an impressive piece of property
1: yeah it definitely is right right here in madison county yeah madison county should be
13: very very proud you know Over the last um, four years, we've been able to accomplish quite a few things here at Makita. You mentioned Amazon. Uh, Amazon Mm -hmm. has now publicly announced that they anticipate starting in the third quarter of this year. Uh, And we look forward to that rollout and then beginning. Uh, A number of the executives are already here on site. They're living in Madison County. Uh, I think you had the privilege of speaking with some of those as well. There's about 150 of the management team members that are going to be relocated, uh, but of those, about 80 of them, they expect to move in from out of state.
1: And how many do they expect to employ in total at the facility?
13: Um, on paper, what has been committed to is a 1,000 employees, Yeah, but what we've discussed is during the holiday periods, there'll be upwards of 1,800 employees.
1: Yeah, and Amazon's uh, pay is well above minimum wage, minimum
13: $18 an hour, I believe. Is that right? That, that is correct. And, and, you know, what you're seeing in the world and the marketplace today here in the U.S. is obviously wages have risen. Sure. And I think that's determined ultimately by the marketplace and the labor and the skills that you're trying to uh, obtain there at your facility. We believe with the package that we've seen that Amazon believes they can get their employees, along with the fact that as long as you've worked there for 90 days, They'll pay for your education. Yeah. Not, and that's a two-year, four-year program. Uh, you don't find many industries that will do that. Not only will they pay for your education, we anticipate them partnering with Nissan that if Nissan has hmm. people in a two-year program, mechatronics, some type of skills, and that's what you're interested in. They will connect you from Amazon after you completed the training with Nissan
1: wow that is awesome and and uh, I think you and I discussed after our meeting we looked into their benefit package it's second to none the benefit package they offer
13: it is it is you know it it, it it's 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 distribution, yeah. okay? It, it's not very complicated work, but yeah. at the end of the day, it is complicated from the standpoint of all the conveyor systems, the, the technology just to move Incredible. those parts and pieces from one end to the other. Uh, it was basically told me that at the end of the day, if you, your wife, or someone pushes a button and makes an order from Amazon, within about 35 seconds, that piece has already been pulled and is moving downstairs to be put on a conveyor t- to be shipped to your house.
1: It un- un- really is unbelievable, the, uh, the technology that uh, Mr. Bezos, it was his vision. You have to take your hat off to him. He's the one that envisioned all this, and it's become a reality. Yes. So. Really good. Yes. Good thing for Madison County. Joey, also just wanted to uh, express uh, my gratitude for all your work as being a member of the board the last four years, your work, the, the work of the team at Makita. It is really awesome. We're fortunate to have you guys in Madison County in Mississippi, and I look for a lot
13: of good announcements ahead. Thank you very much. You got it.
1: Joey Deason, the executive director of the Madison County Economic Development Authority. has been on Middays. We'll be back. Stay with us. Yeah.
11: Uh-huh.
5: With yours. The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi.
24: greater jackson area the big one the great southern gun and knife show is coming for two big days only at the trademark building on the fairgrounds show hours are saturday nine to five sunday ten till 5. Hundreds of dealers tables available full of guns knives ammunition holsters gun books camouflage jewelry and related items hunters and collectors this big show's for you buy sell trade or just spend the day browsing ladies are especially welcome admission just nine dollars for adults two dollars for kids ages six to eleven sorry no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent got any guns to Sell, be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off i-55 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure as shooting don't, don't
3: miss, miss it, it.
1: Super Talk Mississippi, the great David Bowie. Heroes. Thank you for that, Rhino. We're back in the Super Talk studios today. We appreciate uh, Mr. Joey Deason, the executive director of the Madison County Economic Development Authority, for um, for uh, coming in the studio. And uh, seriously, if you hadn't been out and seen that Amazon facility, it is incredible. I think it's. I think the footprint, the physical footprint, is seven hundred fifty thousand square feet. But there are three stories of space, essentially. So in terms of storage capability, uh, you know, almost uh, two and a half million square feet. So amazing, uh, really. And the robotics and the automation. You still need a thousand employees, but imagine without all the automation, how many you would need. But think about how much more efficient and productive and how that keeps costs down. That's the idea really is fascinating and uh, and and seriously Bezos had this vision of absolutely delivering the best customer experience available and I I'd, I'd have to say given the fact that my guess is virtually everybody that's tuned in at one time or another has transacted with Amazon would would agree it it, it really is a fabulous experience. It's so dang easy and simple, and reliable. I, uh, I mean, I, I personally use it quite a bit for just everyday sort of household items that I don't have time to go to the store to buy, or maybe don't uh, really don't want to wrestle with the the crowds and so forth. I mean, so but I do both, and I think a lot of people do as well. Anytime I've gone out and addressed various groups, and I have some section of my presentation where I talk about Amazon and kind of their their business plan and Bezos' vision and the profile of the company today. I always start by asking, and it's a rhetorical question, raise your hand if you've ever done business with Amazon. I don't know that I've ever had a situation where everyone in the room hasn't raised their hand. Imagine that as a seller. That um, the number of people you service and you touch, and it's uh, it's it's consistent with this idea that the more people you serve and you serve your fellow man, and they are willing to to part with their money for the services you provide, that's how you generate wealth. The wealthier you become. It's it's real it's a really simple formula. It's the formula of capitalism. And we we should be praising people that improve the quality of life. Not attacking them and assaulting them. It's just mind boggling to me. Uh, yeah, so there's a question about Jim and Hernando says I would think financial institutions back up everything regularly, every company for that matter. Yeah, having been in the in that business, the technology to back up, if you will, has advanced just astronomically over it's the last a long few way years. from tape
2: drives. Yeah, uh,
1: in the old days we used to sell them, you know, the cassette tapes, if you will. In the earlier days in computing, it was, you know, reel-to-reel, 9-track tapes, extremely inefficient, by the way, sequential devices, no random access, as were the cassette uh, devices. And then that kind of advanced to being able to back up, uh, when it became affordable to have uh, backup, uh, online storage, if you will, online, offline, near online was the other category, And you could back up that way, but what has really cropped up and become uh, way more common is just multiple installations of the same systems. Sometimes they are geographically close, you may have that, but then additional installations where they are out of a certain geographic footprint, so as to protect against of say, natural disasters, it might affect one. Um, and so these these new solutions literally replicate real-time in background without you knowing about it on some interval, and sometimes that is in milliseconds, every keystroke, every change made on the primary system, and that's just replicated.
2: Um, yeah, for consumer computing it's uh i think apple calls it time machine okay is their backup system where it just partitions part of whatever hard drive you have and it's constantly keeping a track of everything that's changed and you can go back to a specific time and date and it will revert to whatever changes you made at that point
1: yeah and so the the lingo for what that's worth uh, that uh, is assigned to what you uh, describe, Rhino, as RTO and RPO. That's Recovery Time Objective and Recovery Point Objective. And uh, we literally used to sell solutions from our data centers where we would agree to certain RTOs and RPOs as a part of our service level agreement. And and the uh, the shorter those times were, the the lesser was the gap and the lag the more you paid for it, because it took more assets to provide that. But uh, we partnered with uh, a couple of companies, Rubric and Veen, Veeam, V-E-E-A-M, uh, both uh, top-notch organizations. Cohesity is another one that's come on the scene lately. But anyhow, yeah, so the good news is there's all kinds of technology to protect against data loss. What still is a problem, though, is when somebody unleashes this ransomware and this malware that just hoses up your systems and requires paying a ransom to uh, release them. And if you say, no, we got a backup, up, what you then find out, we've talked about this before, is what's called dual extortion, that the bad guys have been, without your knowledge, breaching your systems and extracting data and transferring it to storage and server assets that they own. And what they tell you is, okay, you think you're just going to, Say no to our ransom request and restore your systems. We just want you to know we got your data stored where you don't know it, and unless you unless you comply with our demand, we're going to release that to the world: all your medical data, all your financial data, and you will be sued to the point where you're put under, or you just go out of business because you're no longer conser- considered a secure, reliable provider. So that that's or at the easy. very least, you're. Proprietary information is now public. Correct. And you can just imagine what the deleterious consequences of that are. But so bottom line is the bad guys are really smart, and it's a cat-and-mouse game that everybody's trying to fight. And this is all, of course, of the context and and, and kind of uh, frames this concern we have that this may be the next thing Russia decides to do uh, because that could really uh, put a, put a burden on us. We of course have the same capabilities. Will we use those?
2: And the problem is, it's not just state-sanctioned hacking that's taking place right now. There are several reports of "quote unquote" patriotic hackers that are acting of their own volition in Russia to DDoS denial or dedicated denial of service attack yeah. websites in Ukraine and to impact. It's low-level cyber attacks, but it's still an annoyance and a hindrance. That's right. Uh, Yeah, like one article I read is a guy that works for a legitimate cybersecurity firm in Russia during the day. Really? And then at night, it's him and a gang of guys that just
19: hack.
1: Yeah, and these DDoS, by the way, uh, I think it's distributed denial of service. Bottom line is, what they do is they unleash these, we call them bit torrents, just these storms of data that uh, saturate the connectivity uh, on the various addresses that uh, constitute a network, the IP addresses uh, that they, they target certain ones, and, and that essentially fills your pipe up so that you can't transmit or receive data. Uh, in my operating of uh, data centers for twenty-two years, we did experience one of those. And you, had, there's tools to thwart those and to defend against those, but they ain't perfect. We did have one. It. it um, and it took us down for about an hour and a half. It's it's one of the five hours of total downtime. Basically what it does
2: is it recreates the same thing that happens in real life when, say, you have a big event, like a big concert. And everybody's excited right. about going to the concert. So everybody's logging on when the tickets go on sale. And it can't handle that much traffic. So you have problems with connectivity or it may crash. And Instead of that being all thousands of people all doing it individually a ddos is telling a computer to replicate that that's right and it's just sending all that traffic down the pipeline so that if you're trying to use it you can't get in
1: absolutely right that's what the bad guys do you reminded me of the first victoria's secrets lingerie show remember that it crashed It crashed because everybody was tuned in to see the scantily clad females march up and down the aisle there, the stage. And Victoria's Secret sites crashed. Great uh, analysis and analogy there. Though we're going to take a break here. We got a thirty minutes of talk and concert tickets to give away.
4: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 53. Tonight, mostly cloudy conditions, low down to 41. Your Saturday, mostly cloudy skies, high near 52. And a look to Sunday, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 55. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
9: Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call 601 879 3969.
5: Hey,
4: this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
14: I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Supertalk Mississippi News. 57 historically black colleges and universities, houses of worship, and faith-based academic institutions were targeted with bomb threats between January 4th and February 16th. As Fox's Jared Halpern reports, the FBI is still trying to figure out who's responsible.
12: Those threats were made by phone, email, social media, and anonymous online posts. The Bureau says 31 field offices are actively working with other law enforcement agencies in investigating the cases as racially or ethnically motivated extremism and hate crimes. No explosive devices related to the threats were found, but the FBI says it takes all threats with the utmost seriousness and recognizes the fear and disruption caused. NBC reported earlier this month that the bureau had identified six tech-savvy juveniles as persons of
14: interest. For more Mississippi news, find us online at Supertalk.fm or follow us on Twitter at Supertalk News.
11: It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20 outside on the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum Saturday, April 2nd, Starting Mississippi's own Three Doors Down live. Fly. Plus bad flower. Non-point. Dead Society. And special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns.
0: You're listening to Middays with Gerard, Gerard Gibbert, here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
7: Who draws the crowd and plays so loud, baby? It's the guitar, man. Who's gonna steal the show? You know, baby, it's the guitar man.
6: He can make you love, he can make you cry. He will bring you down,
11: and he'll get you high.
1: Something keeps. Welcome back, midday super top Mississippi. The great David Gates and Bred there. Guitar man. All right, so did do a little research about the ballot initiative uh, or referendum process across the country. And there are 24 states that do not feature a process for citizen-initiated measures, either a ballot initiative or a veto referendum. Interesting. And just looking at the map, the color-coded map here, You've got uh, several states, mostly out west, that allow for statutes and amendments to their state constitution. Arizona, Nevada, California, Oregon, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Colorado. It is across the eastern United States where you find that no such mechanism exists for either. I thought that was interesting. And Mississippi kind of sticks out there. Uh, in that it, Florida, and Illinois are the only three states in the nation that allow for a citizen-initiated initia- constitutional amendment only. Hmm. Two states allow veto referendums only, that uh, those being New Mexico and Maryland. And a handful, looks like about five, allow statutes only via citizen initiated measures that being uh, those being Washington, Idaho, Wyoming, Utah, Maine and Alaska. So anyhow, just a little overview of that but right now it looks like we uh, might be on track to join what appears to be uh, yeah 24 states that have neither. So half the country half the country so it's half and half interesting but just wanted to pass uh, that along. Something else I wanted to pass along, I thought thought this was rather fascinating. The Postal Service has said, uh, we're going to pass on the electric vehicles for now, President Biden. It's just not ready. Just not ready. And the biggest thing is, is the cost. The cost of the electric vehicles relative to the, uh, the initial cost and then the operating cost. You look at the uh, typically, it's done on a on a five-year sort of um, analysis. Just say we can't afford it. So, you know, kind of thumb their nose up at the old praising it there. And the post office is a little different entity in that you can't order them to do this, is the way I understand it. I was, anyhow, thought that was interesting. Something else that I wanted to pass along, Senator Rick Scott. He, of course, being the senator, a senator from the great state of Florida. Wow. He got a bunch of feathers ruffled, as they say, when he released a proposal that would ensnare, I think is the word I'm going to use, more Americans onto the tax rolls. As most people know, about half the country pays no federal income taxes. And in fact, It has even increased, that figure has, over the last year with all the credits and stimulus payments and all that sort of stuff, which is all figured in your taxes, that I think the last report I saw said that 110 million households of the 175 or 80 in the country, no no income tax liability from a federal perspective. So Scott releases a plan... That would really just change the entire tax structure, and he goes on to say that more people need to have a skin in the game. And that was not received too well, because uh, most people, certainly on the left, believe that a sliver of the nation, as is the case now, need to hit the hip and power the existence of the country and cover the costs for... The majority of the people in this country is the way it stands right now. He released a report that he called the 11-point plan to rescue America, and he included in that report a proposal for essentially all Americans to pay some form of income tax, even if it were to be a very nominal amount. That's interesting. That's pretty bold. Them to go out with that because that is not uh, politically popular to a lot of people who don't really don't want to pay any income taxes and want their fellow Americans to shoulder that burden. Who could forget Mitt Romney, twenty twelve, when he made the statement, which was totally accurate. He argued that forty seven percent was his exact quote of Americans who pay no income taxes, would automatically support the Democratic Party. I think there's some truth to that. He was telling the truth there. But that message, I think, um, became a liability in his campaign. It could be said. So anyhow, we'll see where that goes. I thought that was kind of interesting. Something else with respect to taxes is you remember the report we shared a couple of days ago, earlier in the week, Rhino, from the Mississippi Today, where they argued that Medicaid expansion would boost the economy of the state significantly more than what they, what they described as the gun income tax cut. <laughs> and they produced these fancy charts, did the Mississippi Today, that they say came from the Economist report that showed that GDP, personal income, Population and employment would all rise with Medicaid expansion substantially and minimally with the gun tax cut plan. Well, the economist, it turns out, yesterday, the state economist, came out and refuted the Mississippi Today's analysis as representing conclusions that really weren't valid. You saw that? I mean, it's kind of interesting here, said... Basically, came out and um, and and said that it just wasn't what they communicated. It really wasn't about Medicaid expansion being far more beneficial uh, to the economy than cutting taxes and and uh, so here's the quote. What I will say. This is uh, Miller. The economist, what I will say is, as state economists, I'm not trying to make that case or take a position. Whether a person thinks expanding Medicaid or eliminating the income tax is better for the state is a value judgment that reflects on his or her views. At the University Research Center, we're trying to answer factual questions about the income tax and other issues as objectively as possible, and do not take any positions on policy changes. But Gosh, that's not the way the Mississippi today presented it. You you would have thought that the state economist was promoting Medicaid expansion as a way to grow the economy, the state's economy, over cutting taxes. That that is the message in the article. I don't think I'm misreading that. That's what the headline says. So I just thought that was interesting. That that. I don't know if it's fair to say it got walked back or that it just got clarified with respect to the context of the Mississippi uh, Today article, uh, but that is uh, interesting. And don't forget, the, we got a Senate plan, we got a House plan, and each of those chambers have until Monday to pass those respective bills from the other chamber out of committee, and we will certainly be watching that with a great deal of interest. To see where that goes hmm uh thomas and greenwood did they offer a retraction all I, I can tell you thomas is the quote i just read i verified it is accurate i don't know that i would call that a retraction because i don't think they believe they had anything to retract rather they clarified i think it's the best way i could describe you, you see kind of see that agree yeah with that? yeah okay. i
2: mean look at who runs the place they oh, are not going to admit they were ever wrong.
1: No, of course. I know, I know. I, yeah, I totally agree. You're talking about Mississippi Today? Yeah. Yeah. They're no fan of me, as you probably know, or us. So that's fine. Uh, it could be
2: argued they're no fan of freedom either.
1: Yep. So <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> when, I, when I testified down there... By the way, that, that article was authored by Bobby Harrison, who writes for Mississippi Today. Good guy. And when I testified... Uh, on the tax reform situation, which we talked about before, cornered me after that and basically said that I just didn't understand the plight of Mississippians and I didn't really have a grasp of all the details and the data and blah, 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 blah. Like he does. (laughs) That's what he told me.
14: (laughs) What's his track record again?
1: I don't know. And then, of course, they described me as just a radio host. I don't know anything about those taxes and business and stuff. (laughs)
2: Yeah, like the editor can
1: really be that far ahead. (laughs) Okay, fine. Uh, It's time for a break here. Stone and Love by Journey. What a great tune that is. We'll be back with some concert tickets in the final segment on Middays.
10: Find new roads.
23: Spring is coming, but West Nile virus is already in central Mississippi. Hi, this is Joe Rooks. Come by our Clinton Revel Ace hardware location this Saturday, February 26th, from 7 a.m. until noon. Revel Ace will be giving away Spartan Mosquito ProTech and Spartan Go to the first 500 customers. See you this Saturday at Revel Ace Hardware, 730 Clinton Parkway in Clinton, Mississippi.
7: When you choose Rotor, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Rotorooter, rooter 601 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service.
14: Call roto that's
11: the name. Got a wink on troubles down the drain. roto
8: The five-star reviews keep rolling in for Trust Care Kids in Gluckstadt with praises like amazing, super friendly, and best of the best. And now we have two rock star pediatricians at Trust Care Kids, Dr. Kathy Philippi and Dr. Megan Washington. Both have years of experience and are accepting new patients. We are here for kids from birth through college. Walk in or by appointment. Visit us at TrustCareKids.com. Helping kids feel better, faster.
17: My grandson wants to be a carpenter like me someday, but I'm the one learning when he's around. That's because he's part of the career and technical education program at his school. Construction isn't at all what it used to be. has less to do with hammers and nails and a lot more with 3D imaging and math equations. No wonder they call it technical education. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This
11: message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today.
17: Special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three.
0: You're listening to Midday's with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Help! I need somebody. Help! Not just anybody. Help!
6: You know I need someone. Help! When I was younger, so much younger than. Two
1: Fab four. The Help me if you can. Ah, yeah. Appreciate that good music there, Rhino. Please uh, give away some tickets, sir. Speaking of good
2: music, country music legend Hank Williams Jr. is going to be at the Lander Center in South Haven on Friday, April 1st. It's not an April Fool's joke. He's really going to be there with Chase Rice. And now is your chance to win a pair of tickets. Tickets went on sale Today at Ticketmaster.com, or you can swing by the Lander Center box office. But if you're uh, suffering from that old Italian disease, Mifunzalo, you can win a pair of tickets for free. You just got to be the 21st person to text into the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395 is that number. Save it in your phone and text in the phrase, Whiskey Bent. Be the 21st person to text in Whiskey Bent, and you'll win a pair of tickets to see Hank Williams Jr. at the Landers Center with Chase Rice in South Haven on April 1st.
1: There you go. Jeff is a genius to have Amazon Prime, because if I had to pay for shipping, I would not order. Hmm. Mississippi Today is certainly no Mississippi free press, for whatever, if anything, that's worth, says Jason. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh, yeah. Rhino gave an update on his move. John in Hardiman, Tennessee. Wanted to know about that. Appreciate that. Sounds like you're making progress
2: on that. Oh, yeah. I've only got uh, about half a room left to pack. Then I'll be officially living out of boxes.
1: Yep, I hear you. Well, hopefully that'll go well for you. Yes, uh, Biden did uh, nominate. I appreciate uh, David from Bruce making sure we knew. Katanji Brown for Jackson for Supreme Court. We'll get into that uh, next week. Of course, that is right in advance of the State of the Union that the President will deliver next Tuesday as well. So that uh, should be interesting. Mississippi is the only state to ever have the initiative taken away from them, and it has happened twice, has been from Madison. Yeah, that's uh, something to be said for that i agree uh let's see here what did ron from columbus say my fave all-time cd is delbert mcclinton's live from austin city limits to drive to ron from columbus hear you it's a good one uh well, well let's see a couple other things going on here we got whiskey bent flowing in here we got a winner it looks like huh oh yeah just waiting to confirm awesome Uh, If y'all were as bad as Mississippi Today presented, I wouldn't be listening. I despise that far-right nonsense as much as I do the far-left (laughs) crybaby. They have no concept of nuance. Hmm, Interesting. That from uh, Jason on the C Spire text line. And uh, I hear you, Jason. Try to be a little bit more moderate here and moderate in that we present the arguments and kind of let you decide but we throw in our opinions as well that's what the show is all about and we hopefully you enjoy that uh someone did tell us they they're kind of a little tired of hearing about all the tech stuff apologize for that but you know it's it's just real it's it's so um it's a facet of the now ongoing war immersed in it Every aspect of life. You can't just, I think, ignore it. And we tried in form. And it, it, I, I get it. The subject matter kind of gets a little glazy-eyed, but it is what it is. We could get uh, much deeper as well, but won't do that. That would really bore the heck out of everybody. Um, let's see what else we got. I, d- I did talk about the Supreme Court nominee that's interesting that that should come today, uh, because it, it just is a curious timing. Mick Fleetwood, he, it, this is correct. Kenan Jackson informs the drummer of Fleetwood Mac started Fleetwood Mac. I think that is correct. Kind of considered the leader of the band. He's about like six, eight, and he's a tall dude. Oh, yeah. But he can play some drums now. Fun to watch his facial expressions when he's playing the drums in particular. So Stanley and Lafayette says, when I was talking about the focus of this administration on climate change and diversity, equity, and inclusion, he says we's all in an inclusive world. <laughs> I I agree. I don't. I still can't figure out what the goal is of all that, but it is, uh, seems to have taken over much of our public and private sector institutions, and uh, it is certainly. Something that uh, we need to keep an eye on because I think it produces bad outcomes that really aren't consistent with what they're trying to achieve. It's a march to mediocrity. I had a story I'll get to it Monday about Yale and what they're doing at their medical center. It's just unbelievable to see these great institutions focus more on that. than they are teaching people how to be doctors and cure disease we're out of time here on middays as we approach the weekend but we'll be back with you next monday until then have a great weekend stay safe and god bless everyone